Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today's our second day in the book of Esther. Um, today we are in Esther chapter 2, 1 through 23. Um, Esther made queen, and um, Mordecai uncovers a conspiracy. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. Just give me a second. All right, let's go ahead and begin. Esther made queen. Later, when the anger of King Xerxes had subsided, he remembered Vashti and what he had, she had done and what he had decreed about her. Then the king's personal attendants proposed, let search, by, search be made for beautiful young virgins for the king. Let the king appoint commissioners in every province of his realm to bring all these beautiful girls into the harem at the citadel of Susa. Let them be placed under the care of Haggai, the king's eunuch, who is in charge of the women, and let beauty treatments be given to them. Then let the girl who pleases the king be queen instead of Vashti. This advice appealed to the king, and he followed it. Now... There was in the citadel of Susa a Jew of the tribe of Benjamin, named Mordecai, son of Jer, the son of Shimei, the son of Kish, who had been carried into exile from Jerusalem by Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Among those taken captive with Jehoiachin, king of Judah, Mordecai had a cousin named Hadassah, Hadassah whom he had brought up because she had neither father nor mother. This girl, who was also known as Esther, was lovely in form and features, and Mordecai had taken her as his own daughter when her father and mother died. When the king's order had edict his had been proclaimed, many girls were brought to the citadel of Susa and put under the care of Haggai. Esther also was taken to the king's palace and entrusted to Haggai, who had charge of the harem. The girl pleased him and won his favor. Immediately he provided her with her beauty treatments and special food. He assigned to her seven maids selected from the king's palace and moved her and her maids into the best place in the harem. Esther had not revealed her nationality and family background, because Mordecai had forbidden her to do so. Every day he walked back and forth near the courtyard of the harem to find out how Esther was and what was happening to her. Before a girl's, before a girl's turn came to go into the king Xerxes, she had to complete 12 months of beauty treatments prescribed for the women, 6 months with oil and myrrh, and six were with perfumes and cosmetics. And this is how she would go to the king. Anything she wanted was given to her to take with her from the harem to the king's palace. In the evening, she would go there and in the morning return to another part of the harem to the care of Shashgaz, the king's eunuch who was in charge of the concubines. She would not return to the king unless he was pleased with her and summoned her by name. 
When the turn came for it, for Esther, the king, the girl Mordecai had adopted, the daughter of his son, uncle Abihail, to go to the king, he asked for nothing other than what Haggai, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the harem, suggested. And Esther found won the favor of everyone who saw her. She was taken to King Xerxes in the royal residence in the tenth month, the month of Tebeth, and in the seventh month of his reign. Seventh year of his reign. Now the king was attracted to Esther more than to any other woman, and she won his favor and approved more than any of the other virgins. She had set a royal crown on he had so he had so he set a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. And the king gave a great banquet, Esther's banquet, for all the his nobles and officials. He proclaimed a holiday throughout the provinces and distributed gifts with royal liberality. Mordecai uncovers a conspiracy. When the virgins were assembled at a second time, Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate, but Esther had kept her secret her family background and nationality just as Mordecai had told her to do, for she continued to follow Mordecai's instructions as she had done when he was bringing her up. During the time Mordecai was sitting at the gate, king's gate, Big Thanos and Teresh, two of the king's officers who guarded the doorway, became angry and conspired to assassinate King Xerxes. But Mordecai found out about the plot and told Queen Esther, who, was, who in turn reported it to the king, giving credit to Mordecai. When the report was investigated and found it to be true, the two officials were hanged on gallows. All this was recorded in the book of the annals in the presence of the king. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. This is your New Testament reading of the day. So let's go ahead and begin. Luke chapter 5, 1 through 38, the king calling of the first disciples. Let's begin. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, with the people crowding around him and listening to the word of God, he saw all the water on at the water's edge, two boats left there by the fishermen, who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had gone done so, they caught such a great large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled boats, both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the Lord Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished of the catch of fish they had taken. 
And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So they put their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. The man with leprosy. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along with, who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for you, your cleansing, at a testimony to them. Yet the news about him spread all the more, so that the crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Jesus heals a paralytic. One day, as he was teaching Pharisees and teachers of the law, who had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem, were sitting there, and the power of the Lord was present for him to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralytic on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on the mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of, of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, Who is this fellow who's, who speaks blasphemy? Who can get forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew that th what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up and walk, but, to, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. Immediately he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on, and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, We have seen remarkable things today. The Calling of Levi After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. Follow me, Jesus said, said to him. And Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with him. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, who, who belonged to their sect, complained to his disciples, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, It is not the healthy that who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Jesus questioned about fasting. They said to him, John's disciples often pray, fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees. But yours go on eating and drinking. Jesus answered, Can you make the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is, he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. In those days they will fast. He told them this parable. No one tears a patch from a new garment and sews it on 
an old one. If he does, he will have have torn the new garment, and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the new wine will burst the skins. The wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No new wine must be poured into new wineskins. No one, and no one after drinking old wine wants the new, for he says, the old is better. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just ask that you watch over us, keep us safe, Lord. Thank you for this new covenant that we are living under. I thank you for everything, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.